Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. I'm coming to you here today with my wonderful cats. So if you hear, uh, I've got two cats, Todd. He is affectionately known as Todd the Yoga Cat because he loves to do yoga with me. (laughs) Nicknamed by one of my dear friends. (laughs) And my other cat, Arwen. She is like very needy sometimes. So if you hear her meowing today, she's in one of those moods. So if you're a cat parent, you probably know what I mean. If not, you might think I'm crazy. And and that's okay. I'm kind of used to that. But I do kind of feel like y'all who are listening, like, I feel like you're my friends. Even though I might not know all of you personally, I I do. I feel like you are my friends. And I do want to give you those glimpses into my life because I feel connected to you. I feel bonded to you as a brother and sister in Christ and as a listener here. So thanks for being here again. And if you hear those cat noises, don't be alarmed. She's just fine. Just unsatisfiable. So we finished 1 Corinthians. Can you believe it? I mean, it was a long haul. It was a good long haul, but it was it was a long time we spent in that book. And before we dive into our next book, again, we're going through the epistles and the letters of Paul now, and we're going to be going through them in order. But before we do that, I just want to take a little pause on Paul and come back to a psalm break. And looking at a psalm that has just been standing out to me for a while now, Psalm 69, and it's going to take a couple episodes for us to get through, but it's so beautiful and so powerful, and God has been using it to speak to my own heart. And as we get started, we're going to see that that trials, that's not unexpected, and it doesn't mean we're doing anything wrong. I think so often when we face challenges, it can be easy to say, what am I not doing? What is going wrong? What is happening? Right? But Even David, King David, a man after God's own heart, a king who God provided for again and again, who he made to prosper. Even David felt like junk sometimes. Even David had struggles and difficulties. And when we go back to this truth and we see how David responded, how God responded, it's just a beautiful reminder for us today. So in our psalm break, we're going to be in Psalm 69. I'm going to be starting in verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. To the choir master, according to lilies of David. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. And this this opening three verses has spoken to me so much. And, And whether it's now or whether it's something you've faced in the past, I think many of us can relate to this feeling. Feeling like you're in too deep, like you're in over your head. Like the waters and the struggles and the challenges, they keep on rising up, threatening to go over your head, threatening to overwhelm you, threatening to pull you down. And David felt that way too. And he cried out to God. This was his response. He cried out to God, save me, O God. 
for the waters have come up to my neck. I think we all know that feeling. It it reminds me of being overwhelmed, out of control, knowing you can't handle it. But our God can. Even when those times happen, our God can handle it. And that's why David trusts him enough and remembers him and looks to him and says, Save me, God. He says, I sink in the mire, in the mud, where there is no foothold. Feeling unstable. Sometimes unsure about even our next step. Maybe feeling stuck in the mud. He still looks to God. When he doesn't see a way. When he doesn't feel secure or safe. When he doesn't feel like he's able to make progress. Because he is stuck and being pulled downward into the mud. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. And let me tell you, I I know that feeling. I wasn't planning on sharing this story, but God laid it on my heart, so I'm going to share it. (laughs) Uh, I haven't been for two years in a row now, which makes me really sad. But every year, uh, my dad and I, and now my dad, my husband, Micah, and I, we all go on this fishing trip. We go salmon fishing on Lake Michigan, and we're catching big fish. Like, uh, they just went my husband, Micah, and my dad, they went this year without me. We had a sick cat, long story, but they went without me and they were catching like 15 to 20 plus pound fish, right? So, I mean, that's how big a fish they're catching. They're these big salmon. And and this is a very unique way of fishing, right? So even if you don't care about fishing at all, like hear me out, because this is super cool. You actually go and you're wearing waders, right? So you got these big boots on and you're wearing waders to keep the water out and the waders come up to like your chest. And then we're wearing rain gear, like raincoats, and we've got our fishing lures and our our boxes full of tackle, all that stuff. And we actually go and we walk out into Lake Michigan. And sometimes the waters are clear and it's easy and you just feel like lapping against you. But we start at the darkness. Like when we go out in the morning, we go out when it is still dark. Like the moon is the only thing that's up because the best time is almost like that twilight time with dawn and dusk for the fish. And so we'll go out in the morning. We also stay out until dark in the evening. But this was my very first time going out into the waves in the darkness. I had never been when it was dark before. I'd only gone evening fishing. And it is overwhelming because you are walking through this water and you can't see what's below you even when the sun is shining. Right, So you're just using your feet to find a foothold. And then on this particular day when it was dark and we are walking out into this water, you can't see a thing except the moon shining down on you and some stars. We're walking out and the waves were huge. I mean, they're just pounding against you. And they're coming up over to your chest. They're coming up over your shoulders, sometimes even over your head. And I was freaking out, y'all. I was so scared because I couldn't see a thing. I couldn't even see where the shore was. And so as this water is coming up over my head, it's pounding into me again and again. As I can't see where I am setting my feet, if there's a rock I'm going to trip on, whatever is going to happen. I was so scared. I was in tears. It was overwhelming. It was scary. And that's what it reminds me about what David is saying. But the beautiful thing is in my story and in all of our stories, I was not alone. My dad, he was there with me. And I remember just like clinging to him (laughs) because I was so freaked out. Like I had done this before and I love this kind of fishing, but never in the dark. And it had never been this wavy before. And I am just clinging to him. But the beautiful thing is that every time I would slip, because it happens, you you hit a rock or you step over the edge, you slip down, you trip. It's slippery on the bottom. Whenever I would slip, he would grab me and he would have hold of me. 
Whenever I wasn't sure where I was going, he knew. He was my guide. He would take me in the right direction. Whenever the water would come up and crash over me, getting into my waders, which by the way is freezing, and you've got water like trickling down your back, it's not the most pleasant thing, but it's so much fun when you get a fish. But even in those moments when the waves were coming up, threatening to knock me over, my dad was there and he was holding me up. And it's the same thing with life and with our God, and David knew that. And that's the exact feeling he's writing about. And sure enough, my dad, he got me out there to a place where I had sure footing, where I could finally feel good about where I was, oriented, where I could feel pretty safe. And then we started fishing together and it was a blast. But I had to go through that process of the unknown, of the overwhelm, of the chaos, of the uncertainty, of the stuckness, of my own weakness, knowing that I would trip by myself. I had to get through that to get to the joy of being stable and fishing and having a blast. And in the same way, our God is with us every single step. When your feet are stuck and you're sinking into the mud, when you're unsure because you don't have a foothold, when you're feeling overwhelmed because the water is coming up to your neck and it's splashing over you, when you are crying out for help, God is there and he is with you every single step of the way. And you're not alone for feeling like that. You're not crazy for feeling like that. God hasn't abandoned you because you're going through struggles, because you're overwhelmed, because you're stuck, because you're unsure. You are not alone. And God, he is with you. And that is why I love this psalm so much. So thanks for sticking around for my story time. And I'm so excited to continue this psalm with you. So I'll see you in our next episode. If you enjoy this podcast and you have seen God at work through it, I would invite you to press that share button. You can make an impact on the kingdom. You can share God's word with someone else and you can help this podcast to thrive just by clicking share and sharing an episode you enjoy with a friend. Thank you in advance.